0: Well, good afternoon. It's 1228 out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Senior Pastor with Beth Nazarene. You can reach us at 702 488 4097, and we look forward to your call. We are studying by the leading of the Holy Spirit Ephesians 1 through 6. I already did an episode, Ephesians 1 through 6, and we are going to quickly. Recap that, okay? But let's pray before we do that and go into the next set of verses. Dear Heavenly Father, lead us, guide us, speak through us. Dear Heavenly Father, I know you hear us when we pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we acknowledge you, sacred Yehovah. My blessed Father, we know that you became man to walk on earth in the form and body of Yahushua Messiah, Jesus Christ the Nazarene. You impregnated Miriam or Mary in English through the Holy Spirit and became a man to walk on earth, to walk among us, fulfilling the prophecy of Yeshayahu Isaiah, The blessed prophecy, Emmanuel, God who walks among us. Sacred Father, God Almighty, speak through us, talk through us, guide us, fill this mini-studio with your presence. We love you, praise you, and worship you. And thank you, Father, for every blessing, every meal, every healing, every blessing No matter how small or how great, we thank you for all of it. We thank you, Father, for your wisdom, understanding, revelation, and divine supernatural knowledge, revealing the secrets and mysteries of your sacred scriptures. Amen. Senior Pastor with Beth Nazarene, that's the House of the Nazarene. We're out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And we are looking at Ephesians, and I'm going to read for you. Without glasses or a magnifying glass because God has healed my eyes. Praise God Almighty. All right. I'm looking at the Hebrew here. Shaul, Paul in English. An emissary of Yahushua Messiah by the desire of Elohim to the set apart ones who are in Ephesus and true to Messiah Yeshua. Favor to you and peace from Elohim our Father and the Master of Yeshua Messiah. Blessed be the Elohim and Father of our Master Yeshua Messiah, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies in Messiah, even as he has chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be set apart and blameless before Him in love, having previously ordained us to adoptions as sons through Yeshua Messiah to Himself according to the good pleasure of His desire. Verse 6. Now, this is the last one we covered in our, our previous broadcast. To the praise of the esteem of his favor, with which he favored us in the beloved. Praise God Almighty. Now, to go through the explanation of these verses and in comparison to the Blue Letter Bible, which Chuck Missler led me to, and i got to give glory uh, to God Almighty for Chuck Missler. Chuck Missler, Ph.D., Excellent, incredible teacher of the word of God who now dwells with our Messiah in heaven. Praise be the name of God Almighty who gave us Chuck Missler for the time he was here on earth. Now, we are going to be reading from verse 7. Now, let me adjust my mic just a little bit for you. And here we go. Verse 7. Oh, I'm so happy not to have to use a magnifying glass. Thank you, God Almighty. Blessed Jehovah. Your word says, I am the Elohim that healeth thee. You became a man to walk among us as Yeshua, Messiah, Jesus Christ, Nazarene. And by his stripes, by your stripes, we have been healed. Thank you. Thank you for hearing, hearing my prayer about my eyes and healing my eyes. Thank you so much. Amen. Verse 7. Oh, let me quickly say it again. All of you out there that have vision problems, be healed by the stripes, the precious name and blood of Yahushua Messiah, the Mashiach El Jesus Christ Nazarene. And if you need further prayer about that, call me, 702-488-4097. All right, verse seven. In whom we have redemption through his blood. Now, this is so critical that we understand this because this, in the ancient times, God told Moses to make sacrifice and it would cover their sin. But God decided that he wanted to forgive us so perfectly and purely that he would come to earth and die for us. And he did. And so now we have a more perfect redemption. Pure, perfect. It doesn't cover sin. It completely takes it away. Now from the blue letter translation, it says, in whom we have our redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. But the true translation says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of trespasses according to the riches of his favor. So it is the favor of God. You want to be in his favor. Grace is a gift, but better than a gift is being in the constant favor of God. Our Father, God Almighty. That's why this is a better translation. Why? Because if I had a choice of choosing one gift or being in the consistent, constant favor of God, what am I going to choose? Door one or door two? Think about it. You want to be in the consistent, constant favor of God. Now you are forever healed. When God calls you home, it it won't be because you die of disease. It will be because he brings you up to him. And that's what all of us should enjoy. All of us should experience. There are too many pastors who are being called into ministry Who do not follow the laws and mysteries and secrets of the holy law and covenant of God. And so they die of disease, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, diabetic related problems and or other diseases. And they die before their time. Now think about it, okay? One of my, I've said it over and over again, and I'm going to say it again, and I'm not saying it to beat up John Olstein. I loved John Olstein. John Olsteen was one of the first ministers to really bring forth to us the positive aspects, the positive affirmations of the Holy Scriptures and making us realize that God has all of these wonderful promises and covenants to us. He died of heart disease before his time. It's a tragedy. And did Satan do that? For all of you out there, and I'm getting ready to teach and have a a real important broadcast about the dietary laws of God. You either believe or you don't believe that God indirectly created your body. So going all the way back to the first two people, God set up those first two people to be immortal. And even when they sinned and he put them outside of the the Garden of Eden, he clothed them, He told them they would have to work. Messiah died on a cross. So all of those curses from Genesis forward were taken away from us. That brings us back to disease free bodies. Yet, we have to give our bodies what the creator designed them to have. He did not design you to eat pig, swine. He did not design you to eat the bottom dwellers of the ocean and or rivers like catfish or shrimp, Oysters, clams, etc. He did not design you to eat insects. He designed you to eat a very specific, specific diet commanded in the laws. And when you make that covenant with him, he makes a covenant contract with you that you will not have disease. So he blesses you spiritually, soulfully, mentally, physically, and financially because you keep his dietary laws. Because if you could live your entire life Expected lifespan by God in Genesis 6, where he says that, and this is a minimum, that you should live to be 120 years old without disease and fully independent. And why do I say minimum? Because Abraham, who's been designated as the father of us, one of our Great, 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 how many great, great, greats you got to go back to to be in the bloodline of Abraham. Live to be 175 years old. That's obviously very, you know, past 120. So think about it. Abraham's halfway point was way beyond what most people in America will live. So if you will eat like God says, then God is contracted by his promise to us that we will have no disease. Next, people call about finances on a regular basis. You want God's intercession into your life where your finances are concerned? You've got to tithe and offer. Now, the promises of God are contracted to you. And I'm not teaching you this so that you'll call me up and give us a donation. This is for free. Because God may say to you, I want you to tithe and offer to uh, this ministry or that ministry or to... Uh, someone else. Give your money where God leads you to give it because everyone's fertile ground, God decides what that is. Just like he decided that you would be born in America through parents here in this land. Now the problem is, is that most people don't understand this. They don't get it. God preordained you, Ephesians talks about it, to come into the tribes of Israel through Yeshua Messiah, to be welcomed, to be loved in. And he makes it very clear God ordained this way back, way back, way, way, way back before Genesis. You think it was a surprise to God that the first two people sinned against him? They disobeyed, they rebelled. That wasn't a surprise. God was prepared for that. And he was also prepared if they would have not sinned. And I've talked about this before. He was prepared either way. Now that we're on the path we're on because of that original sin, we must be in the blood of our Messiah. Now, this brings us to the covenants, the secrets, the mysteries of the law. Now, health-wise, the mystery of the law is either you do what God says or you die of disease. So this is why, you know, people ask me, why is it that Pastor John Olstein died of heart disease? He wasn't eating like God said. And there are many other pastors, deacons, ministers, prophets and prophetesses, females who die of horrible suffering. Diabetic complication, heart complications, they die of uh, cancers, etc., because they're simply not living the life that God said to live. He designed these bodies. Feed them like He says, and you have, I guarantee it, maximum health. Period. God didn't design you to drink pop, soda. He designed you to drink water and juice. So is it any surprise that if you look on the internet that you'll find all these medical studies that tell you that pop and soda is bad for you and all the related diseases it causes besides obesity? Do what God has designed you to do finances, do what God says to do. And I don't care what they're saying out there in the world about this crash or that crash or whatever. The word of God says 10,000 will fall at your right, a thousand at your left, and it will not come nigh you. And that doesn't just mean disease pestilence. It also means finances. And we'll have a lesson about that in the future. And I'll show you because God amazingly enough talks more about finances investments and so on than he does about many other subjects within the holy scriptures because he knows how important it is that you can survive financially and how can you be a giver if you are not financially in a good place how can you have true peace if you're not in a financial place of peace. In other words, without fear, you know every month that you're going to come up with the money to pay whatever bills you're responsible for. So these are the kinds of things that people, you just need to make a change here or there in your life and Now you're in the covenant contract with God. Now the Holy Spirit is leading me to pray about finances. Lord God Almighty, I pray that you're leading me by your Holy Spirit. He's telling me I am to pray for people and their finances. Sacred Father, we know the mysteries and secrets of your law and your oral law. And we love you, Father, and thank you that you will take away all worry and concern about finances. Father, right now, we as a ministry need financial, your financial help, and we are dependent on you, Father. And there are people out there who are dependent on you, Father, and they need your financial help. And I ask you, Father, in the blood and name of our sacred Messiah, are holy Jesus Christ the Nazarene to bless them financially move them by the Holy Spirit to know that they are to tithe and offer because it's in your law show them father with your signs wonders and miracles that as they obey your law that they are blessed for you are not a man that you can lie and you are not a young man that you you can change your mind. Thank you, Father, for being so perfect, pure, consistent. Thank you. I pray all this in the blood and name of Yeshua Messiah, the Mashiach, the Jesus Christ, the Nazarene. Amen. Now, Ephesians verse seven. Now, this is from the blue letter. In whom we have our redemption through his blood, The forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, in whom we have our redemption through his blood. The redemption of what? All the sin from Genesis forward for breaking every law consciously or unconsciously. This is why we need to repent on a daily basis because You may not know all the laws, So because of it, you may unconsciously break a law of God, not knowing that you have. But as a adult, God holds you responsible. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. We are to seek out the knowledge of God and how he has told us this is how you are to live. I designed your bodies. I designed your mind. I designed your spirit, your soul. I breathe the breath of life into your spirit, soul, and body. And this is how I designed you to live. Made in my image. This is how I live. This is how I expect you to live. And when we understand that now, we realize that we must have the blood so that if we make a mistake, it washes it away, and we must learn from these mistakes. How do we learn? Keep studying the word of God. The next verse. The forgiveness of our trespasses according to his riches of grace. Now, let's read it from the Hebrew. All right, that's verse seven. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of trespasses according to the riches of his favor. Now, I was talking earlier, we want to stay in the favor of God. We do this by repentance. Now, God looks down from heaven with favor on us so that we stay consistently in his presence, him in us, us in him, And he'll guide us so that we have an inner feeling of what's right and what's wrong. Verse eight, from the blue letter Bible, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence. Now let's read it from the Hebrew, which he has lavished us. Let me reread that. I missed the word which he has lavished on us in all wisdom and insight. Lavished, isn't that interesting? Lavished, meaning overflowing abundance of wisdom so that we can make better decisions in this wisdom and insight. This is why I say inside of ourselves, even if we don't know perfectly all the 613 laws and all the oral teachings of Moses, we'll have an insight, an inner feeling, an internal voice, the Holy Spirit constantly in us, us in the Holy Spirit guiding us. And we hear something and we we may not know exactly at that point why it's wrong, but we we hear it and we listen to it and we go, whoa, wait a minute. I'm gonna have to pray about that. I'm gonna have to consider this. I'm gonna have to, I'll get back to you. That's always my answer when I I have the slightest uh, 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 suspicion that it isn't quite right. Verse nine from the Blue Letter Bible. Making known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in him. Now, verse nine from the Hebrew. Having made known to us the secret of his desire. Notice the word desire. Desire and will of God. This is so important we understand this. Now, if will is imposed on you that would break the law of God that he gives everybody free will choice so desire is the better translation because this is what he hopes for us he desires for us but he doesn't impose it on us all right his desire according to his good pleasure which he proposed in him in our messiah now let's read it again having made known to us the secret of his desire according to his good pleasure which he purposed in him. Notice the word secret. This is why I keep referring back to the law. This is all from the law. The secret of the law is God has this desire for us to live according to his will, but he will not impose his will on us. We have a choice. Verse 10 from the blue letter to an administration of the fullness of the times to sum up all things in Messiah the things in the heavens and the things on the Eretz in him. All right, now let's read verse 10. Now in the Hebrew, this is a line by the side of it, meaning that it is important that we really look at this. We really meditate on it. Verse 10, to administer at the completion of time, Now, see, this is so important. Fullness really doesn't describe completion. To gather together in one, all in Messiah. So, this is the unification I'm talking about. That through Messiah... All of us are one in Messiah, Messiah in us, and Messiah is one in the Father God Almighty, and God is in him. He is God in the human body of a man. Verse 10, to administer at the completion of time, to gather together in one, all in Messiah, both which are in the heavens, and which are on earth in him. Notice the prayer, on earth as it is in heaven. Where did this all come from? The law. It came from the law. It's important we understand this. God's law speaks of his desire and will for us but we have to choose to do it. He doesn't enforce it on us. Messiah came to live among us, walk among us, to show us that we could live this law and all the blessings we would get because of it. The physical man going around healing everyone, we walk in the path of Messiah. He's in me, I'm in him. Now understand, I'm a man. I know I'm not the Messiah, but because he's in me and I am in him through communion, I know I can pray for you to be healed just like he would have prayed for you to be healed. In James, it says, gather the elders, I'm going to paraphrase, gather the elders together and anoint, confess, confess what? Confess your sins and confess Messiah and that he is the ultimate power to heal, anoint the people, and they will be praying for them and they will be healed. Now, some people, for some reason, and, and there's nothing wrong with this. One time, some time ago, uh, when I was uh, living in another part of Las Vegas, and God had blessed me with a beautiful house that I was living in. And uh, uh, some people came over to say the word of God with me. And I anointed them in oil. Oh, they were so happy. And I used the formula of oil from Israel that is commanded in the law. And the feeling that came upon them, they broke out in tears. Some people need that anointing for their healing to come about. And some people have the kind of faith like the lady with the issue of blood. All she needed to do was just touch the edge of his tzitzit, his talit, his prayer cloth, and she knew she would be healed. That's all she needed. And then there are those, and this is the big blessing that Messiah talks about throughout Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, And we'll get into the whole Luke thing later, but should Luke have been put before the book of John? I don't think so. Luke, John was a direct emissary apostle of our Lord and Savior. Originally, before the uh, Nicene Council, where they decided how many books would be in the Bible and in what order they would be, they took the book of Luke and put it before John. What were they thinking? It should have been Matthew, Mark, John, Luke. Luke came later. And they took out the book of Thomas. And Thomas was given such secrets by our sacred savior. Originally, it should have been Matthew, Mark, John, Thomas, and then there were other great apostles, emissaries who wrote great writings of the teachings of our Messiah and they took all those out. They just took them all out. There's a whole other set of writings that John writes and they just took it out. Ridiculous. Man should have never messed with the original Holy Scriptures that our Savior intended for all of us to read and know. We have to be careful. We've got to study. All right, so we left off. Now, let me double check here. We left off. On verse 10, we're gonna sign off here. Dear friends, agree with me in prayer. Sacred Father, in the blood and name of Yahushua Messiah, when we pray in his holy, sacred name, Emmanuel. We know you gave Isaiah his name. We know that. Emmanuel, and I ask you, Father, to hear us, and I know you do. But I say that so that all those listening understand. There will be someone who listens to this or more than one who listens to this by your holy glory, Father, and their finances will be turned around. Please have them call us, Father, so that we can use their testimony of your wonderful blessing. Continue to bless this ministry, Father, and you know the expenses we have in front of us and how fast we need that money to pay those expenses and I know you will provide. You are the Yura. Yahovah Yura. I know you will provide. Yehovah, God Almighty who provides, I know you will do it. Our sacred El Shaddai, I know you will. I claim it, proclaim it, declare it in the blood and name of Yahushua Messiah, the Mashiach Eloheinu. You will provide. You will not see the ones you love go hungry. You will not see them go naked. You will not see them go without shelter. You will make sure they have transportation. You will make sure they have the coin of the realm, the money of the realm to be able to live, exist, and prosper. I declare this, proclaim this in your mighty name, Yahovah, or Elohim. In the name of your son, Yahushua Messiah, Mashiach Elohim. Prophesied by Yeshayahu, El Manuel, Emmanuel in English. And by the power and authority of the Ruach El, the sacred and Holy Spirit. In your presence, Lord, I pray this. Amen. Till we meet again, friends, if you need to call us, 702-488-4097.